And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, October 12th. And we are here, middle of the month, beginning of the month, end of the month. We don't care when. We're answering your financial questions. These questions can be about anything going on in your life that has money associated with it. So a lot of you are sort of sheepish and like, oh, well, I don't want to call in if I'm just going to be talking about some minor thing. Don't worry. Whatever it is, what's on your mind is what we care about. If you care about it, we care about it. Go to jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. Mark does everything else. Everything we do lives on our website. So the jillonmoney.com website is your ultimate resource for everything we do. So just be sure that uh, you bookmark it and then you can come back to it whenever you have a question. Today, we are joined second day in a row, Mark, by another Georgia peach. It's Carmen who's on the line. Hello, Carmen. Welcome to the program. What brings you to us? Thank you, Jill. I'm so excited and grateful. I have so many questions for you. Okay. Well, let's start with an easy one. I'll start with a question from from us, which is uh, tell us about yourself. I'm starting a new career path in public education, which I love, but I know um, I've missed out on some retirement savings and opportunities and planning. And I just want to make sure I have enough emergency savings and am doing making good financial decisions. Okay, great. How old are you? I'm 41. Did you work in another, in like a private sector kind of career before this? No, honestly, um, public nonprofit. Got it. And uh, how much are you earning in this new career? 65000 Great. That's fantastic. Are you partnered, married, something? Anything? Divorced and single at the moment. Okay. Kids? No kids. All right. That makes planning a lot easier. So as part of this pay package of 65000 uh, do you have a retirement plan that you're contributing to? Yes, and then I believe it's considered a defined 
pension or mm-hmm. a defined Great. contribution. So what are you putting aside to contribute to both the pension or any other benefit that you have? So I think about 350 is taken out of my paycheck each month. Mm-hmm. And then um, for the pension, and then I also contribute $500 a month to my Roth IRA. That's terrific. How much that did that Roth IRA exist before you had this job? Correct. Yes. Oh, great. How much is in the Roth? Right now, you know, the market's gone down. So I think it's at 182. So 180 grand. That's perfect. What else do you have in savings that, that we should know about? I have 42,000 in a 403B mm-hmm. and another 7,000 in a 457. Mm-hmm. And I've got 21,000 in cash. I think that might be it. I own my home. I just bought it in 2021. Congratulations. Thank you. Well done. What do you think it's worth? I think it's really gone up. Um, so I bought for 230, but now it's worth 290. And did you use a mortgage to finance it? Yes. What years. is the outstanding balance on that mortgage? I owe 157. Wow. What's the interest rate? 3.25. How about any other debt? Any um, school loans or anything like that? Yes. I've got um, 15900 in federal direct loans. Does that mean we're going to get 10 of that forgiven? That is what I understand <gasps> and I'm hoping. I'm so excited. Okay. 15900 you said? Yep. Okay. So we'll have 10 forgiven. All right. Did you, wait, before I say that, did you actually receive a, um, a different loan, a Pell grant that might give you $20,000 of forgiveness? No, I did okay. not. All right. Just checking. And is there anything else besides that 15,900? Yes. 15,000 on a car loan. What's the interest rate on the car loan? 2.18. Hmm. That's good. And then you're going to own that car. And so how far into the loan are you? How many years? You know, I just started, I'd say a few months, maybe six months into it. How did you get a 2.0% car loan? Wow. Credit unions, Jill, credit unions. Oh, that's good. All right. So based on your 65,000 and the money you're putting into the pension and the money you're putting into your Roth, how's your cash flow feel? Honestly, really great. Really? I mean, I, I used to make 40000 to so to make sixty five feels... It's huge. Yeah. So do you think you've got a little extra money left over every month? Yes. What do you think that mountain is? Don't be conservative because I don't want you to not enjoy yourself either. You know, honestly, and I, I feel very lucky that I, you know, I have a new car, I have a new home and mm-hmm. all those things. So I would say two or three hundred dollars. Okay. And right now, are you, while the, the student loan has been in forbearance, are you making any payments or not? Yes. Small payments, like a hundred or $200. Mm-hmm. And so presumably when January 2nd rolls around, you'll have $10,000 will be erased. There'll be $5,900 outstanding. Right. And you'll direct that extra cash flow to paying down the loan. Well, and I was wondering if you thought it was okay just to pay it off in full in January from my cash savings. Um, 
The interest rate is, I think, 6% even. Okay. I could live with that. If we were to do that, or if you were to do that, then all of your extra cash flow that you have, if you took that one lump sum of your, you know, you'll have 21 grand, you pay off this 5,900 or whatever ends up being left, you get rid of it. Then all of your cash flow needs to go into rebuilding your emergency reserve fund. Understood. All right. And so if you know, what do you think your total expenses are on a monthly basis? Because we got the mortgage, you pay some taxes, you, you actually have to feed yourself. Like, what do you I think you say have? I 3200 Are you in a tenured track kind of position? Yes. Yes. We have like annual steps and increases in pay and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, look, even though you are, you know, you're not in a business, but first of all, like public education, they need people. So I presume it would be very hard for you to lose your job. Just saying I, that. I out feel loud. very secure and I feel like my job is in demand. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So what we would like is at the very base, you would want to have about 20 grand in cash, which would be six months of your living expenses. If you think you're going to need a little bit of money, do you need to do anything in the house? Do you need to, you know, no. gather up a few extra shekels to do something like I want to redo my bathroom or whatever it is? No, not at okay. this time. No. So then I can live with six months of living expenses in your situation, which would mean that we see you through the end of the year, right? Yeah. We get down, we get that pay, debt paid off, done. And you start rebuilding your cash until you get to about 20 grand again. And then once that's done, you will have some extra money. There's going to be some choices here. You're already putting money into your Roth IRA. I'm just wondering, you know, if you're, you're 40, how does the pension benefit work in your system? Do you know yet or not really? Not really. Um, I know I can't retire before 55. You probably need more than that. I bet you need like 20 years in. Right, right. And and I have total about four years between either working in other states mm, and okay. here. So hopefully I just need, you know, 21 more years. Yep. I honestly don't know the math side of everything. Okay. That's okay because it, it really doesn't matter because you're in, you know, when you, when you contacted us, I think you, you sort of indicated from your note uh, that maybe you were sort of like a little worried that you were trying to play catch up, but yeah. you know, you're in very good shape. You really, you really are. This is like another excellent example of like, you think you're not in such good shape. You're actually in very good shape. Are you comfortable in the management of your money. So you've got, you know, you've got this Roth IRA and where is that held? It's at Fidelity. And how is it invested right now? That is a great question. So I was pretty scared by the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so I sold a lot of VTI and VU at the market low and so right now I have, of the 182, I have 75000 in cash. Was that, what were you scared of? Because like, it's weird to sell something when you're so young. Did you just get freaked out in general? I, I was afraid I, public education was going to implode. You know, people okay. were pulling kids out of school. Right. And but we will um, never get them back there again. Little did you know that parents would be like, over my dead body will I let right. that happen. 
Right. I mean, I think that what you might want to do is look back at where you you had your allocation, you had, you know, Vanguard total stock market index or whatever. And you can, uh, you can, I think dollar cost average back in. I mean, especially in a Roth, you're probably not going to even touch this Roth till you're 70 years old. Seriously. That's what I want. Yeah. You know, if you want to know mathematically, the probably the smartest thing to do would be to say, okay, I had a total stock market index. And what was the other asset you held? I'm sorry. VOO. And you had, that was it, just those two things? I sold a lot of those two things, yeah. And what else? I, I also it, have about 30000 in Apple. I bought maybe over over a decade ago, probably 1500 in Apple, and now it's worth probably 37000 Is that in a, that's in a, in a, in your Roth? That is in my Roth. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I think. If you want, what I would do is I would say, okay, I have a total stock market index. I'll have a, um, a Vanguard intermediate term bond fund and get your money to work. And you're not going to, I mean, you have a time horizon right now of 30 years. There's no way we're going to look back and be like, oh yeah, the market went to zero. It's too bad you didn't sell everything at that time. You know? So yes. if it feels scary, you can do it a little bit at a time. You can say, you know what? I have $100,000 in cash. I'm going to put 10000 to work every month. That's fine. But if you just want to get it done, you're now in your public education mode. You've got a great job. You've got a pension. You're never going to, you know, you're not never. Let me say this. You're unlikely to access this money anytime soon. Yes. Then you could just, you can pull the trigger and not look back and don't worry. The market's going to go down. The market's going to go up. You don't want to get greedy. You don't want to get fearful. We want to try to tamp those, those expectations down and those emotions down. You know, if you have a stock market index and you have a bond market index and you have a little international index and you want to keep a little Apple stock just for the heck of it, fine. There's not a lot more you need to worry about. So should I consider my Roth part of my emergency savings? Or- no. Okay. No, it's your, it's your long-term retirement plan. You have like three levels of, of assets right now. Okay. You have your cash, you have your deferred retirement, the 403B and the 457, and then you have your Roth. Those three things, I mean, the only, uh, you know, you, the way you look at it is cash is cash, cash is ca- emergency reserve, cash means money market, short-term CD, savings account, checking account, whatever, like easily accessible liquidity that if the blank hit the fan, you're fine. The 403B and the 457, that's the money that you will access as you approach. Maybe you'll be retired in 20 years and you'll want to, you know, have some money that's extra and uh, above and beyond what you need for your, from your pension. You'll, you'll pull that out first. So it'll be cash or a brokerage account. Then the 403B, the stuff that hasn't been taxed, you'll pull that out. And then the Roth will be the last money you access. In many respects, the Roth could be the riskiest of all the assets. And if you find that after you've paid down your debt and you've replenished your cash, that you have even more money that you would like to invest, what you could do is you could just open up a brokerage account if you wanted to. And I think that just keep building a little bit at a time, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. You've got a low cost mortgage. You've kept the debt down. You're living within your means on when you were making in the 40, you know, 45 grand, you didn't go crazy. You don't have, you know, 
tens of thousands of dollars of credit card debt, you're in good shape. So now with this raise, you have like, really, it's a huge shift. So not only are you making more money, so that means you can save more money, but you're also going to have access to a pension plan. It's just a, a fantastic situation for you, Carmen. Thank you. How about, I know you're single, but do you have estate documents? Like if you got hit by a car, who's going to pull the plug for you? No, but I just bought some like easy to fill out, you know, online programs. Good. Perfect. That's good. I love this all. This is great. Overall, this has been a huge upgrade you've made to your financial life. So congratulations. Even see, by the way, even though I'm not going to wag my finger at you for selling at the bottom, but I will tell you that your example is kind of like a very good example of why the reacting and feeling like, I mean, oh my God, if the stock market, I mean, if, if you really had to, and you had to like go and invade a retirement account, of course you could during an emergency. But the thing that you fear most is rarely what's going to get you really. So true. Right. So true. I really learned that. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, and I had, I always thought that of my Roth IRA, a percentage should be in cash. So I had 50. So basically I sold about 25,000 of VTI and VU. So, so it didn't make me feel safer, but you, I can't agree with you more. Like, do I regret it? Of course. Now hindsight's 2020. Yeah. Right. Let's move on. You're in good shape. You're going to, you're going to rebuild. This is great. And, and let us know how it goes. Hey, you guys want a new job. I would go into public education. I think that's a great job. I was just with some people last night who pointed out to me that it's very hard to attract teachers because the younger generation doesn't want to have to physically be in a building every day. Boy, are these people missing the boat. It's a great career. It's a great pension. And it seems very fulfilling, at least the teachers I know. Anyway, go check out Public Education. They're looking for people. If you would like to come on the program and talk about what's going on in your financial life, go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Of course, let us know if you would like to come on the air live with us. While you're there, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. It comes out every single Friday. Mark does a fantastic job with that. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better, They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.